If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, man, what's happening, Jack? It's your boy, Squeeze Nae, a.k.a. Big Scrap. You already know what it is, man. Jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard, Jack. You feel me? You talking big money, you capping. Yeah. Did we eat up the block while you snacking? OG make that bread work. Dive in the game, yeah. All right, so we got the legendary Lil Scrappy off the porch with us I today. Appreciate, I appreciate being here. Nah, I appreciate you coming you by did. today. You did. I jumped off the porch young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you get to do it all over again. Believe that. Yeah, man. Nah, I appreciate you coming by, man. So let's take it back, man. Atlanta native, right? Atlanta native. What part of the city are you from? From the south side, man. South East to be exact. Cleveland okay. Avenue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then around the corner from that Prior Road, I stayed there. Uh, I, I feel like I, I'm just from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I done stayed on the east, west, south, north. But I'm, I'm, but where I, you know, bled and shed my tears is definitely the south side. Okay. What's your thoughts on all the changes the city of Atlanta has gone through since when you were growing up until today? So shout out to old Dixie too. Uh, man, it's, I appreciate the change because I was here when, you know what I'm saying, this, when I was a kid, it was dirty everywhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it wasn't so many buildings, you know what I'm saying? We felt small, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's like, I always look at Atlanta like small city, big money, you know what I'm saying? Because you can look at the history. People been coming here. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be buildings and stuff like that. We just was, you know, we, we was you know, that was that thing that people needed to get to, like get away from. We had the freak nick, you know, we yeah. had the the the, the Budweiser Superfest. We we had shit that people wanted to get to that was nuts. 
You know what I'm saying? Atlanta ain't, Atlanta always been open. You feel me? We've been open. <laughs> That's real right there. So at what age would you say you jumped off the porch then? Um, man, 11, 12. Like, okay. you know, because, you, you know, I don't like to brag about it. There's nothing to brag about. You know what I'm saying? But I just always, you know, it's part of my journey, my story. Uh, Mom Duke, she sold dope. You know what I'm saying? She pimp hoes, you know? So it's like, uncautionable, you know, why I stepped off the porch yard. Like, I had to, you know what I'm saying? Like, mom would leave me at the house with my sister with a pistol, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, my dope is woo-woo, and nigga. <laughs> and, like, she would always put me on the real, you know what I'm saying? She went hide stuff from me and be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to my office, to my, you know, whatever job, cuz, bring me over there. Like, did what I'm doing. You ain't supposed to be doing this shit. Stay the fuck away from this shit. You see how these motherfuckers acting, you know what I'm saying? How they moving after they hit this shit. You don't never want to be like that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I say I jumped out of the porch then, you know what I'm saying? Because I was seeing people get, you know, it was shit happening, you know what I'm saying? And I was a part of it, so, yeah. So she kind of prepared you for what's really out here. For, for what's the real, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it was crazy how my grandparents, you know what I'm saying? When I stayed with them from like a baby on up, I stayed with them and uh, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? From kindergarten to second grade, baby, it was good. Like I'm talking about it was, I went to a, a predominantly white school. You know what I'm saying? My grandmother was a teacher, you know what I'm saying? At the school. So I wasn't even really hip to the hood shit yet, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really didn't even know about that, because even on my street, my, my, I had a whole street that I stayed on full of cousins, full of family. And they were hood, but they ain't act like that around me, you know what I'm saying? Because I would love, you know what I'm saying? So I get to third grade, and I get to move with my mama, and we go straight to the hood. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Looking at my grandma like, no, I, I make better grades, you know what I'm saying? I, I, what I got to do, you know what I'm saying? I do not want to go stay with this lady. <laughs> and so she was like, nah, like, this your mama, like, yeah, you know, she, she, she won't try, she got to do what she got to do. I was like, man. So the first day, I'm sitting down just watching TV. I'm still trying to get used to just being with her, like... Not that I don't ever see, I always be with them. I'm like, huh, we like backstabbing with you and stuff. Like, you know, everybody wants to stay with their grandma and stuff. So I'm like, man, I really be my grandma. Like, she was like, hey, get your ass out my house. And I was just like, where I'm going to go? Like, <laughs> what I'm going to do? I'm used to like throwing the football up, catching it, tackling myself. Like, ah, oh, like, she talking about, nah, I go on the field with them little boys. Like, uh, and I go over to these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers is elbowing each other, and they my age, though. Like, but then the older boys, they playing, too. I'm like, man, how is this working? I was like, no, nah, man, I ain't finna plan. But in the hood, you can't walk by without... <laughs> if you can't eye contact with somebody, it's over with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm walking by, and I was just like, man, I, don't, I ain't finna play, you know. And they were like, hey, hey, Sean. Hey, come here real quick. And I'm green, so I come here real quick. <laughs> they was like, you want to play football? I'm like, nah, I'm okay. Give them a football, man. Let them play, man. Let them play. I'm like, nah, I don't want to play. <laughs> man, they done threw the ball up. This dude that came up there, <clears throat> just threw it to me. He catching it, threw it to me. I'm like, I catch it. They like, hit him. <laughs> they all pile on me. I'm like, this is the most crazy shit I had ever been through, you know, to the end. You know what I'm saying? And it kept happening every day. 
Like, I had to start fighting every day. I would come in the house like, yo, like, this shit is crazy. Like, you go out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, but I, I, uh, I learned to deal with it, man. I learned that how I got my hands. You know what I'm saying? That's how I started being called Scrappy at a young age. I, I just went there with it. Like, I mean, you had to. You had no choice. You know what I'm saying? Either you going to get beat up or... You know, you fight back. You got to fight back. Yeah, because they start, they start jumping and shit. Then, so you gotta, you gotta know how to do it. But then, yeah, I said I jumped out the porch right back then, man. Okay. So, what had inspired you to start rapping at first? Um, Being at my grandmother's school, uh, I was going to school with uh, these dudes named Mark and Red, and they were part of this group called Another Bad Creation. Okay. ABC. ABC. And. I would see them running down the hallway and stuff. Cause girls used to be chasing them, just like the videos and stuff. And I was just like, "Wow, cuz like, I want some girls to chase me, cuz like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's it, man. It look neat, you know." And so, um, and that's when I really got into the music part, cause I really wanted, you know, I wasn't, um, I was green still to everything. And then I started listening to music. My grandma started looking at me, and she would give, she gave me this Walkman. And then I started listening to Chris Chris Cross. Uh, I used to listen to LL, Tupac, Biggie, Run DMC, like like the people who like real hip hop people. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, then I started listening to Outkast, and it just kept going on and on. So it's really being a student of the game. I don't have like just one person or one thing that inspired me. It's just like life. Mm-hmm. Of music inspired me. My mama was a singer. You know okay. what I'm saying? She she can blow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I got it in me. Yeah. Yeah. What type of music were you making at first? Were you making like crunk music? Hell no. Nah. Were you doing like the lyrical rap? I was doing the lyrical <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I had that one song. Look, I by the time I had got like to my teenage years, I had made that one song that everybody know called Headbuster. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I made that when I was 15. Oh, shit. Uh, Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As you were that young? No, I wasn't. I wasn't when when it came out to everybody. But I made it when I was 15, and then I went to boot camp. And then when I got out, Everybody was like, boy, that shit, man, everybody, I mean, that shit crunk. Everybody out here going crazy out their head, but I'm like, what? And I got that from just being in the club with my big homies, and they going in there doing like this, saying that we some head busters and just fighting. And so I was like, shoot, you know, God put that on my heart. Like, hey, you can use that. Like, you know, you rap, that's a, you know. And I, I ain't even put it together that, like, yo, that's. Book your New Jersey summer vacation. Get ready for sunshine vibes and waves of beach and boardwalk fun. Go for exciting destinations, entertaining nightlife, and endless outdoor adventures. Whether relaxing along 130 miles of Jersey Shore or climbing high in the Skylands. Create your New Jersey summer escape at visitnj.org slash book now. Uh, uh, like a, uh, a anthem, you know what I'm saying? That's like something that they can. I just knew that it was catchy, and that's what we do. Like, I mean, might as well put it on the record. See how it sounds. Yeah. I did it. Like I said, I went to boot camp, got out. Everybody was lit off of it. Two 
years late, no, a year later after that, that's when it came out everywhere. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Miss Shanika. She was the first one at Hot 1079 uh, that, that played it on the radio, you know, and got everybody's attention. What was your reaction to hearing it on the radio? Oh, the man, I time? was, man, shoot, I'm, shoot, we on Section 8, man. I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm finna make it. <laughs> yeah. So how did you and Lil John uh, link up at first? Did he find you or? Um, well, really, it was Vince Phillips. Uh, shout out to Vince. Man. Yeah, shout out to Vince, VPs. Um, he had already signed Trillville, you okay. know what I'm saying? And I had Trillville doing shows with me, like they'll open up for me, and then I do headbutt. They'll do Never Ever, and I do headbutt. And then, um, like I said, they signed them. He came to see me, see them one day perform, and they went on before me, like I said, and then so they got, you know, they had it lit. It was, it was up in there, you know what I'm saying? But then I came on and it, it went all the way. I'm talking about like, <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday, man. Like we was in there and I came out. It, the energy was just chaotic, you know what I'm saying? It was, it, it was crazy. Like, so I felt it and I took that energy. And that, when that song came on, time for the international head bust anthem, and it was just me saying it, one John. You know what I'm saying? Everybody put y'all hand with y'all feel, you know? And man, they already knew it. And my, with my homeboy, he said, nah, they, they go crazy all that shit now. And I'm like, I gotta see this. And so they played it, man. They went crazy, bro. Like, everybody started fighting and shit. I'm talking about, I was just rapping, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm talking about, I seen people just like, like, hey, just know I fight. I'm like, yo, this like shit a monster, crazy. like for real, like, and like this shit I see on like white people do. You know what I'm saying? Like in the rock and roll, cause I'm like, what the fuck, this shit, what they doing? But that was how we got down. Anyway, that's that's. But I've never been. I always been in the club, like in the crowd fighting. Yeah. I never was like the one on stage and nothing like Inciting that. Inciting so, the fight. Yeah. So like I'm that shit happening and shit. My homeboy start fighting. So I had to go fight. While you were performing? Yeah, I stopped. That shit just went, hey, well, I'm talking about, it was one of them things that get a, damn, they get a club shut down, bro, like, for real. <laughs> and we ended up, they, me and my partner, Don P, we ended up outside from Trivia. We ended up outside walking, and the niggas we got into the fighting with, they, they put them out in the back. We were, we were like, oh, shit, all right, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. So we started fighting niggas in the back, and then some more of our niggas came in the back. And then I remember when we were going around, the the building I seen one of them I had my black and mild I was just like uh I thought it on one nigga like oh suck ass nigga. I was, you know little young little young whippersnapper you feel me and uh Vince was right there and I remember when I first seen him he had his his coat on his tie on yeah. he had Orlando McGee uh with him from Rock Nation shout out to Orlando McGee and uh them folks came out this shirt they got this shirt they <laughs> shit unbuttoned tie hanging down here and shit. They like, man, like, Vince was like, bro, can you come to the office? Like, you need to sign with us. Like, what's wrong? Like, what are we taking so long? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. You know, I'm trying to do a little, you know, shit, they have, you know, I'm straight, you know what I mean? He's like, nah, come by, man, you know, woo, two o'clock, woo. So I was like, yeah, all right, you know, but I was like, fuck that shit, I ain't gonna do it. Like, but then I went home and I seen how shit my dude was like, shit, we don't need to be selling drugs no more. Like, we need to chill, that shit getting dangerous, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you got your little sister and, you know, we gonna make it, you know what I'm saying? Get your little job or something like that. 
Yeah, buddy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the little job for real. Went through like three um UPS, Toys R Us, and I ended up at Costco's. But at Costco's, I could push the buggies and shit and help people to their cars. And but it was rappers and singers and shit, and they yeah. would want it. You know who got the weed and shit. I had the weed. So I, would, I done sold the Jazzy Faye, <laughs> Usher, t Bot, Like, everybody was coming there. Everybody would come up in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mac 10, he was with uh, t Bot at the time. Everybody was coming up in there. So I was able to make extra money and stuff. And then next thing you know, that's when Miss Shanika played my song on the radio. And I was telling everybody, like, nah, I'm finna make it, bro. Like, there, there. Like, I know I'm over here taking a break. A lunch break with y'all, but I ain't even be taking no lunch break no more. I'm gonna be up out of here, you know what I'm saying? And that's when, uh, like I say, Vince called. I went up there. I thought about all that. Like, shit, I got, I ain't finna be broke, shit. And Mom Duke talking about don't sell no drugs no more, no nothing. So I'm finna do this shit. I did that shit. And that's when I, I met John afterwards, okay. after after I did the deal. Gotcha. That was the whole thing. That was the big thing, you know, meet John. You know? <laughs> after you saw <laughs> And I really wasn't even a fan, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I knew who he was, and I respected what he, what he did because I love the music because we fight to your music, you know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I love that. But I wasn't a fan. I was more like Tupac, you know, rapping, Jay-Z, you know, all that shit. Um, but... Yeah, like when I met John, he was like, uh, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, yeah, I like it. Like he, he wasn't really fucking with me, you know what I'm saying? He was more on Trillville. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like even when we did the deal, I mean, when we did the album, uh, Lil Scrappy, uh, and Trillville, or Trillville and Lil Scrappy, however you want to pull it, put it, they were like, yeah, we're going to just split it up down the middle. And, and I'm like, man, I'm me, I'm not in the group. Like, you know what I'm saying? They were like, nah, we won't, but that's what I'm saying, we want to put y'all both out at the same time because, you know, we kind of got y'all at the same time. Y'all hot at the same time. Back then, I ain't understand that shit. I was like, man, fuck that. Yeah. On me. You feel what I'm saying? But we did it. I had no help on my album. I had to do everything by myself. Gotcha. On their side, they had Pastor Troy, Cuddy Cartel, rest in peace, Cuddy. Um, John, they they had the works. With me, it was just me and my my homies. You know what I'm saying? We went, out, which was good. You know what I'm saying? Cause it showed, you know, my, you know, I can do it. You know, I can create something without your help. I don't need, you know, you to be there with me. Except for when I did no problem, I had to do that track three times before I got no problem. Really? Yeah, with other shit. But I mean, that was that was my, you know, that was my shit with John. I used to have this DVD back in the day, man, this beef D- DVD. Uh, and you were featured on there yeah. for the show at Orlando and pretty much got into like an altercation. Well, I guess the police got into an altercation with you. Uh, Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That, that, was, that was one of them uh, crazy kid moments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had, uh, but no, nah, I, I, you know, I jumped out in the crowd. And like I, like I told somebody this before, like I did like four songs before that nobody knew. You know, we always do that. Rappers, they doing songs on nobody know. And I got to headbusting, and that's when everybody was like, ah, and they, everybody came and rushed the stage, but it was so many people. And it was number kids in the front, like baby kids, like little kids. Yeah. So I'm thinking if I jump in the crowd, I can push it. Everybody gonna bad back, like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? So when I did that, I jumped in the crowd and everybody bad back. 
and I was doing this, but then my uh, security guard, he picked me up, big key shot, big key picked me up, and then as soon as he picked me up, everything just came in, just smashed in, and so all the kids got smashed and all that little stuff, so I'm sitting there trying to help people. The police come up there pushing people and grabbing people. I'm like, hey, man, then he took the mic. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to help these kids, bro. You need to try to help these kids. Trying to, you trying to be seen. You know what I'm saying? You better try to help these kids. And I think he, my, my my producer was like, hey, man, like, like for chill, like, you know, he... We're finna push him off the stage, and I, I'm like, hey, you ain't finna do that shit, bro. Like, what the fuck wrong with you? And then he pushed me, and I was all off balance. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again, because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I'm already leaning over like this. So when he pushed me, I was like, oh, and shout out to Spill TV because he caught me. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying he, I think he was just walking by. Like, <laughs> I think he was looking at a phone or something was happening. I just fell on him. He caught me. I was like, oh, shit. And we actually got the squabbling with the police. As soon as after that happened, me and my whole crew, you know what I'm saying? We got the squabbling. And I couldn't get the money because I didn't go to the hospital and shit like oh, that. Oh, you tried pressing charges against him? Oh, hell yeah. I, I just yeah. tried to sue him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I wanted their job. You know what I'm saying? And come to find out, the police that pushed me was, uh, uh, that's the little rapper from back in the day, uh, Smiles and South Star. For real? Yeah, that he was, was his brother. Them. You know what I'm saying? He was I'm, their brother. And I'm like, huh, you, you got a brother that rap and you up here hating. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. No, that's wild right there, man. All right, so this first album, man, Bread to Die, Born to Live, live man. What was it like creating that? And also, before that, how'd you link up with 50? Ah, uh, good question. Uh, um, I had the, Me and him had the same manager, me and 50. Okay. Same manager, Chris Lighty, rest in peace. Um, Violator Management, it was uh, Chris Lighty and Mona Scott uh, from Love & Hip Hop. Um, they was uh, managing us or whatever, and something had happened to where I went down to uh, hang out to a little situation, and I was uh, disabled for was a little while. the bottle? Yeah, the, the bottle incident, and I was disabled for a little while. Because everybody always talk about my teeth. They'd be like, oh, man, is it, is it fake? Is it? And, and, you know, I had gotten to a little situation where somebody set me up at a show, you know what I'm saying, and, and I wasn't prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was green when I was out there performing. When I first got out there, I was just happy to be, happy that I made it. I went on no, like, I mean, every now and then, I, I, no, I ain't get on that yet. I ain't get on the fighting folk in the club yet. I was, I was just happy I made it. And I was just trying to be cool with everybody. Like, I'm, hey, I'm smiling. Hey, man, what's up? Well, I, I was, I went, I ain't made it to, 
I, I left that alone in Atlanta when I got signed. I was like, well, I made it, but I ain't got to do none of that, you know what I'm saying? But um, by that being, I had my guard down. I had Cannon with me, Don Cannon. He oh, was yeah. DJing. We was in a hole in the wall. I ain't had been in that in a minute, you know what I'm saying? But I was going to do it because I had it with people that would see me. And uh, I used to tell my role manager, nah, they love me, they love me. He was like, man, these people don't fucking love you, girl. Let's get the fuck out of here. And I was like, they love me. So I was sitting there and three signs happened. Three, three different signs happened to tell me, get your ass up out of there. You don't even belong here. <laughs> but I feel I belong there. You know what I'm saying? These people, like, these, like we all from the same place, just different city. You know what I'm saying? But... Literally, I know somebody was, they was working on something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, first thing you know, the lights, the power went out while I was rapping, and it just, everything. And I'm like, dang. So, like, one minute, it came back up, boom. My roadmaps were like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, we don't, you know, they already got us in the Roach Motel. We ain't with that shit. Ain't none of this shit right. He ready to leak, and he know. He know something wrong. I don't know because I'm green. Even though I'm from the street, I'm not from that part of the street. I'm from where you can see the shit coming. I couldn't see it coming. I'm performing. This is like, this is my profession. So I'm up there, the lights come back on. I said, nah, man, we're gonna stay for these people, man. I gotta do this shit for these people. So I'm out here uh, earning my shit. I'm rapping, man. Then next thing you know, the uh, power went out again. And I was like, man, Cannon was looking at me like, what we doing, bro? Like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I said, nah, bro, we got to do this shit for the people. Then when I started rapping again, the disco ball, I've never seen that in my life. That shit just bust in mid-air. You know the thing? That it just hanging, shattered in the it air? It just shattered. And that, that shit just looked like snow of glitter. And just I was just like, well, I was just caught up looking at the shit. That's how slow-mo shit was going at the time. I was like, damn. And next thing you know, when I came out of it, I started hearing glass and shit going there. Well, so I'm like this. And I see everybody ducking on stage. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm running. And as soon as my, uh, my, my bodyguard, Big Dream, grabbed me, shot the Big Dream, he spit me around. But when, as soon as I turned around, that shit said, boom, it caught me. And I had a whole Hanukkah ball in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like I had, I had the ass of it. Like that motherfucker, whoever had that shit, that nigga had good aim. He that, threw it. I'm talking about like that, like a knife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that motherfucker was just like, oh, and my whole shit was split. All this was split. I had all, that shit. All my, I, had, I seen gums on the ground. I had never seen a gum by the itself. Gums were on the ground. By I never seen that shit by itself. You feel what I'm saying? So. I was in shock, bro. Like, I was just sitting there like, what is going on? I'm just a rapper. <laughs> you know, I'm just rapping. You know, I don't know what the fuck going on. I've never even been in this part of Florida before in my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't fucking know. Um, so then they run, uh, my bodyguard, cause they still going. They going. And it's like niggas. It's a whole bunch of niggas. And so he pushed me, he pushed me back into this little room and all of us was in there. He was like, hey, we gotta fight our way up out of this shit. He looked at me. He said, hey, I got you, but you know you got yourself too. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if it go down, they get me. You gotta. And I'm just like, I'm still like, what the fuck going on? I'm like, what the fuck? What what happened? And he was like, hey, bro, like, listen, like, what it is, you got. So 
Nigga, we come about that shit. I'm, I'm like, I got a whole knife in my hand. I'm got, I'm just delirious. I'm just like, I, I don't, ha- I'm not even thinking about what's going on right here. Mm-hmm. But I'm, cause I'm just shocked. I'm just trying to stay alive. You know what I'm saying? So we go to the van and the van lock that we came in. I'm like, oh shit. But it was about right by some little woods. So we heard niggas coming out. They're like, where they at? Where the motherfucking niggas at? So we went straight to the woods and we was in the woods like they just looking. Hey, <laughs> cuz, hey. They, they came around there with the pistols and shit. We, you know, we were just watching. Like, I'm like, what they doing with that? Like, what they finna do with that? You know what I'm saying? With the guns and shit. And so they did. We, we see the other people. We hop in the car and dash out. We see the other people that we with and we dash out like Canada and them. And um, I think that's how that happened at the end. I don't know. But they end up at the hospital I was at had to fly me to another hospital because they couldn't do nothing with me. I was wow. fucked up. I was cut up everywhere. Like, it was, it was bad. Like I say it was gums on the floor. You know what I'm saying? So, when 50, when, when Chris Lighty seen that and, like, John, Vince, well, Vince always called, you know what I'm saying, bless his heart, but nobody else really called. Like, they, I was like Vince project anyway that I was his shit so he he made sure I, I was good but everybody else I ain't hear from you know what I'm saying eventually like shit we just gonna have to wean that shit bro like till you get better like I was seeing Trillville even my group crime mob they were blowing I'm like man this is good but I wish I could be there you know what I'm saying ain't nobody shout me out ain't nobody saying nothing you know what I'm saying so one day 50 called me and I had displayed all this shit to Chris Lighting you know what I'm saying and uh, one day, 50 called me because I was fucking with him and Buck anyway okay. before this shit happened, just on the cool tip. And uh, he was like, what's up, nigga? This 50. And I'm like, who? He like, 50. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's up, bro? Like, what's good? He was like, hey, shit. He said, I heard what's going on. He was like, he was like, shit, bro. Like, they did that shit to me. He said, I almost died. <laughs> and they dropped my ass. You know, they didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So he said, don't even worry about that. He was like, that's how people is. You know what I'm saying? Once they, when they need you, they need you. When they don't, they don't. You know what I'm saying? He said, you just got to get on your feet and do this shit for yourself and your kid. You say you finna have a kid. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, he was like, well, shit. He was like, well, I got that. He said, I'll put all diamonds in your mouth. He said, I'll do that for you. I was like, nah, I'm cool, bro. I said, I just want to be able to talk and smile again, bro. I can't even look at myself right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I threw up twice. And he was like, damn, bro. He was like, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to holler at Chris Lighty, see if we can holler at John and see if we can make something happen for you on my label. Like, we can do like a little joint venture. I was like, for real? He was like, yeah, we can make that happen. Because wasn't nobody fucking with me. Warner Brothers, nobody. I was just... I was done, you know, we know the little thing, they'd be like, so what happens if you can't rap anymore? What are you going to do? That happened, you know what I'm saying? So I was fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And when he came into play, and, like, we went to the Warner Brother owner house, like, we went to his house, like, I'm like, damn, I'm in the nigga, the dude house, like, Chris, uh, Tom Wilder, I'm in the house in the back, in the, at the dinner table, we talking business, I'm in there in the meeting with them, like, I've never been in this type meeting. You know what I'm saying? They were talking about me, my album, and 50 was like scrap hot, like he the biggest name rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I believe in him. You know what I'm saying? I believe me and Lil John can make him the biggest thing ever. But when it came time to make the music, like I think John focused was somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? 50, we had did like 12, 20 songs. You know what really? I'm saying? Yeah, we I went over his house and we got straight to it. He ain't let me sleep late. None of that shit could be that. Scrap, what's up? 
Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up? It's, it's in the morning. I'm like, what's up, girl? You're like, man, you got to keep yourself going. You got to work out. You got to rap. You got this a job. It's a full-time this whole thing. I'm sitting there like, what? I, what the fuck are you talking about? It's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it, or, or like, it's 12. Like, what are you doing? Like, but it was always like, let's get it. We're going to knock it out. We're going to go ahead and get it. And we, we came up with some shit. You feel what I'm saying? I, I did some, some, some good songs with John, but it wasn't how it was supposed to be. Cause I came up with him. Yeah. Like I used to tour with John before I even before I was even scrappy. When I first got signed to him, I told him I want to. I I don't need nothing, bro. Like I I wash my own clothes. I uh, hustle my own money. I just want the chance. I just want this opportunity. And he let me be out there. You know what I'm saying? So I came up with you. So it's supposed to be like this. I don't down him or blame him for my fuck. The failure of that album happened because Warner Brothers fired their whole staff the week it was coming out. Oh, really? You feel me? So I'm like, I'm talking about, I used to walk in there, it was full of people. Radio department, marketing department, uh, promotional department, marketing promotion department, video department, all kind of departments in that motherfucker. And I knew all the people. They, they, they used to be like, man, you got to make an office run. They used, they used to have to go out there and talk to people, hey, see what's up, see how I'm doing, be hands on with it. And one day I came up, all them people were gone. Hmm. Look like a ghost town. Really? And I had to promote that shit by myself. When nobody else do it, John wouldn't do it, 50 wouldn't do it. I had to do that shit by myself. Pay for tour buses, go places, you know, just do the whole shebang. You feel me? And it worked out. It Were worked you out. happy with the way the album turned out, though? Nah, because I knew it could have been big. I had every person that was hot at the time on my shit. Yo Gotti, Eminem did a track for me. Yep. Uh, I had 50 on there, Buck, uh, John, all his beats damn near. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don Cannon, like, what the fuck else do you want? You know what I'm saying? But it just wasn't marketed and promoted right because, you know, like, I'm, I had the hottest song on there, Money in the Bank, you feel me? Uh, oh, yeah, like, E-40, Sean Paul. But it was just, it, it wasn't marketing right, and then my head wasn't right. My space for the whole game wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like... I was just still a kid, man. Like, just yeah, a kid. Yeah, you were still young at that Yeah, point, I was right? just still trying to have fun with that shit, man. I had been through so much hell before, man. I'm like, man, trying to have fun, man. <laughs> but that's what happened. Uh, Chris Lighty worked it out with Warner Brothers, Lil John, everybody, Vince, <laughs> everybody, and we, we made it happen. I definitely made it happen because, uh, after that little scenario, nobody calling me and stuff like that. I was like, ah, I see what time it is. <laughs> I said, it's a business. That's when I knew it was a business. And I'm like, don't nobody love me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know, I'm generating money. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get my money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it made it happen. Yeah. And there were stories of you approaching the game backstage at Birthday Bash. Was that true? What you mean? Um, the game. I mean, I knew the game already. You know, he was in No Problem video. Yeah. I met him then, you know what I'm saying? And when they had their little issue, you know what I'm saying? People didn't really even categorize me with G-Unit still. Like, okay. people didn't even, they didn't come up, what's up, bro? What's good? Like, I had G-Unit with me and uh, what's, what's, uh, 
uh, Menace, Comp the Menace, you know, he was with Game at the time, and I was in L.A. shooting a video, and they pulled up. But then with my dogs, I ain't really, I ain't, I wasn't, I just did, I wasn't even in the middle of it. Ain't nobody tell me, like, hey, you, you, is, is, this is what we doing. I thought I supposed to keep it neutral because I'm from the South, you know what I'm saying? And we don't really do all that. We, if we do something, it going down. It's too small down here. It going, it going to be some dead motherfuckers down this bitch, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm like... Y'all want me to get? Cause ain't nobody gonna be able to get no money then. Something happened to me, bro. Y'all ain't even gonna go to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? That's where it's at. But, uh, no, nah, man, I, I hollered at him like, what's happening? We're good. Just to check the temperature. Okay. You know what I'm saying? To see what, see what he was on. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't, game always been cool. I know I said some crazy shit one time. Cause I was drunk. We was in Australia or some shit. I said some dumb ass shit, but then I hollered at homie like, we good. Okay. And you went independent, or what was it, uh, Real Talk? What was the, the label? What's that? Um, dang, I didn't write it down. <laughs> what label? No, Real Talk Entertainment. The Prince of the South album? Oh, you know, I wasn't even a part of that. Oh, like, you weren't even part of that? I wasn't even a part of that. So how did that happen? I was a part of the Black Rag game. Uh, me and my little homies, we had the... Uh, the Silence of Secrecy album when I'm on there with the Black Red like this, that's okay. what I'm, I was, I had hands-on in that and hands-on in the Grussell. Okay. Uh, but that, those, that's one of the ones I sold for like 20. You just gave them some songs? I you know you. what I'm saying? I never <laughs> do it again. <laughs> it follows me. It follows me everywhere. <laughs> All right, so for the Grussell, this was supposed to be under DTP at first, right? At first it was, Okay, yeah, so yeah. how did you and Luda link up uh, during those uh, times? Shaka called me. Shout out to Shaka Zulu, man. Shaka called me. Well, Miss Shanika called me and was like, hey, Shaka want to holler at you. And I'm like, for what? You're like, what the fuck he want with me? You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't never hollered. Like, I, I ain't really like them folk at first. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of them just real Atlanta dudes. And I'm like, man, like... Atlanta gutter, man. Like, I don't, if you ain't from this bitch, man, don't be acting like you from this bitch. You know, I just didn't like that shit, but I didn't even know the history anyway to even be, even having feelings, but it was somebody else around me feeding me bullshit. So, when I got a chance to know homie after he done called me, he like, man, come holler at me, you know, we're gonna, you know, chop it up. And he was like, what you doing? And I'm like, what you mean what I'm doing? He was like, what you music? I'm like, shit, I'm making it, I'm making it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was like, but shit, what you doing? Like, is you like really putting it out? And I'm like, just putting out mixtapes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Little songs here, you know? And he was like, man, let's do something. Let's see if we can, you know, get your back going. You know what I'm saying? Crank that engine up, you know? And I was like, my engine crunk up, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight, you know what I'm saying? Cause it was, at the time, you could, I was doing a little mixtape shit. I would put mixtapes out and people were cool. It was, I was still doing shows, it was great. But but he was like, nah, for real, let's do, like, put out an album. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, with who? With Luda? And I was like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did it gonna work? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because it, it seemed like a, a Luda-based label, like, they just be with Luda. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed, I did notice 2 Chain and um, Dollar Boy doing their thing. I seen Bobby V. And I seen another dude that I knew, and I'm like, all right, they might be, you know what I'm saying, doing something, putting their artists, you know, where they need to be. So I signed, you feel me? But when I got over there and we did our thing, we did the two songs, uh, That's Her and featuring Stuart Rock and Addicted to Money featuring Luda. Mm-hmm. After we did those two, I think L.A. Reid was leaving. He was going to Epic. And they was like, hey, you know what I'm saying, we just want to 
give you a chance to, you know, if you want to do it on your own or you want to stay down. If you stay down, it's going to take a little minute because, you know, once the old regime leave and the new regime come, they got to go through the people that they didn't pick and see who they want and all that. I said, I just want to do it on my own. I'm cool. Just yeah. let me go. Like, I'm straight. I, if I fail, at least it was, I did it. It went y'all, you know what I'm saying? And they did that for me. Okay. Yeah. I fucked with that helicopter song, man. Oh, yeah, but but see, I did that on my own. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. With, uh, shout out to Jay Wells, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Bunzy. Uh, I did that with, with, with them and um, Pinnacle. I think it was Pinnacle. I think that was it. With the helicopter joint. I think that was it. And uh, I did that with... Uh, well, he was my artist then, but I, I you know, he, he's bigger now. 24 hours, you feel me? We used to call him Royce Rizzy. Yeah, we used to call him Royce, Royce Rizzy. And um, it was me, him, um, Two Chain. Two Chain and Twister. Uh, Twister. And that was like, I was also doing a movie for Tyler Perry at the time. I walked off that set just to do that that video right oh, really? there. You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, once you walk off, it's over with. I said, well, I'm more of a rapper than a, a movie star, <laughs> so I'm out of here. <laughs> I never had it, so it don't even matter. And I went on, you know, followed my gut and my heart, man, and I went and did that shit, man, and that shit turned out good, mm -hmm. you know? Shout out to Edgar Estevez for shooting all my damn videos back in the day. Yeah, he's so fire. He's fire, too, man. So loving hip hop, man. Yeah. We going on what, seven years, eight years now? It's the tenth season. So it's probably like nine years. Okay. Yeah. So how did they approach you and what was your reaction like? Man, reality TV. Um, it was Mona, because like I said, she was managing, you know, on the rap side and she seen the situation I was going through down here. My mama got all involved and everybody, you know, it was just a bunch of mess everywhere and she came down here for that. Cause she wanted to love and hip hop Atlanta. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. But she said, I can use that, you know, just like I used Jim to start off in New York and you scrap me, you know. And I was like, I was like, nah, man. I'm like, nah, I can't, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't, because it was known, like, forever, like, you can't get on no reality show and still be, you know, rapping and, and everybody take you serious. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, bro, that shit ain't probably gonna be good for me. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, nah, you just, just come talk to me and we'll see how we can work it out. I don't know. That shit might put it off the down. Cause I done seen rappers get on there and it, it's just over with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then I thought about it. I looked at my face. I'm like, I'm still young. Cause I'm not <laughs> like none of them. They, you know, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, not none of them. I'm like, me, and I go hard. Like, I already know. Like, and I was like, huh. I prayed on it. And as soon as I was finna turn it down on the phone, God hit me, put it in my spirit. He said, hey, just be yourself on the, it's gonna work. Watch, it's gonna work. Believe me, it'll, it's going to 
gonna work. It's gonna be the first time I watch. And I was like, I was like, hell no, nah, <laughs> I said, that's just me talking to myself in my head, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then I believed it and I did it and it worked. You know what I'm saying? I just be myself on the love note, not nothing to do in, like with my everyday, every step, you know what I'm saying? The way I deal with a confrontation of men or guns or drugs, anything like that, the street shit is not on there. You know what I'm saying? You would never see that on there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, it's still Viacom. It's a business. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to see Scrappy side on that. You're going to see his love life. You know what I'm saying? How he is with his mom. How he is with the woman he with. How he is with his kids. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. So it works because all the other shit you still get to see on my Instagram or in real life. I'm still coming the way I, the way I am with my woman and the, you know, that's totally different from how I am in the street. You know what I'm saying? So people get to still see that and come in connection with that and be like, oh, okay. All right. I feel you. Even if it's a sucker out there thinking he wants some, he, he get this, he get to level up and be on the same level in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm cool guy. I ain't no real, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Nowadays, anyway, I ain't no uh, hard, uh, super tough thug, you know what I'm saying? None of that. I let the little guys do that, you know what I'm saying? That's for them. But I ain't finna let you disrespect me, though, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have to have a conversation, though. We're gonna have to have at it, you know what I'm saying? Real talk, and it ain't gonna be easy. You feel yeah. it? ain't gonna be easy. <laughs> I feel that, bro. Um, I want to go back to the crime mob. So yeah. how did that all come about? Did you discover them or what? Yeah, we was in school and some of the little guys, you know, they was in a younger class than me. And I, I was hearing them rap. And Lil Jay, he would always be at the older table doing the beat thing. We'd be over there rapping and shit. He'd be over there. And I'm like, I was like, man, I was telling my manager at the time. I was like, man, these kids, man, they got a song just like mine. And they be using my shit, the head buzzer shit, but it's like, knuck if you buck. And he was like, yeah. I was like, I think you should do it, though. You should go check on it, cause I ain't good with shit like that. Like, I don't know how to talk to folk. You know what I'm saying? So he went to go do it, do the shit. And um, he met him. Uh, I already knew some of them, but then all of them, I got a chance to meet. And it was like eight of them then. It was like, oh, really? It was eight of them. <laughs> Probably more than that. I want to say 10, but. Um, Cause it was like a neighborhood group. Like yeah. they all from the same area neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And uh, shit, man, once we signed them, we took them around, started showcasing them and everybody loved them. That shit went out of here. Yeah. That was over with. Yeah, what was it like watching that shit take off? That's something that you were hands on with. It, it was beautiful cause like, it was the same energy. You know what I'm saying? Just younger. Like it was the same energy, just younger. and they. Like we always with this fuck shit, you know what I'm saying? So it, it was, it was real. I loved it, bro. It was like the same thing. We when we when we all go out and do shows, it don't never be like. Cause I used to do shows with bigger people than me, and once I'm done, the crowd leave. They don't want to see all that shit. That that little, you know, walking back and forth, rapping, and you know, just ah, uh, you know, they, they we cool. Up. We was we done. We done. We done got wet. Cousin threw water on us, you feel me? <laughs> we been boring each other, you know, we done, we we done, we drenched. And so, but it would be good that they could come after me or I can come after them and it still be, it go up and up and up, you know what I'm saying? That's why John would always call me. So I just took the same idea and just planted that seed and then boom, 
get rich for life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you and Tom G got this crazy new single yeah. out, man. G-A-F-L. Man. Yeah. Georgia to Florida, man. Yeah. What was it like creating this and shooting the video, man? You guys were turned up in that video. Um, I just I take it like this, man. Like, we them guys that we're gonna be us. Like we said in the studio, we came down and he was like, How you be rapping, bro? Cause we ain't never been in a studio together. We all been in the street. <laughs> no corona. But yeah, we always been in the street, bro. You know what I'm saying? And on stages and shit. We don't know how, like, he like, how you rap now, bro? I ain't heard or nothing. And I'm like, I let him hear some shit. He was like, oh, shit. <clears throat> so he was like, shit, how we gonna do this shit? We gotta go up on that one, boy. I'm like, I was like, bro, whatever we do, we gotta do some Georgia, Florida type shit. Because, you know, we the states, bro. I said, we the only ones open right now. We the only ones always open. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anything going on, we lit, you know? And he was like, like, yeah, he's right, but what we gonna, you know? So we just started just playing, playing different tracks, and then we came to that one. And then we were just going. And then he started mumbling. I'm like, what you mumbling? You know what I'm saying? And he was just like, you know, he started saying little stuff, and I started adding my little stuff. <coughs> and he was like, that's it right there, boy, that's it. And then it just went from there. Georgia, Florida. Georgia. And it was like damn near competition, but friendly competition. And trying to get that Georgia, Florida part off, that mechanism that, hey, but I'm a rep for my shit, but yeah. <laughs> I'm a rep for mine. Well, go ahead then. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we wanted because Georgia and Florida always been at that friendly competition. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's with the drugs, it's with the fighting, it's with the women, it's always like our strip clubs look like they strip clubs. You know what I'm saying? That's it. They streets look like our streets, except the uh, the palm trees, and we got that in Albany and in Savannah. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So we matching, man. We mismatching, man. <laughs> and the video was lit. I ain't yeah. even lie. Like the video, it, it was a, man. God touched the whole vibe of that video, man. Like He put a vibe in there that I, I man. I, I just knew right then, I'm like, man, we the guys, bro. We don't have to act like these little kids, man. You know what I'm saying? We be us, man. We be grown out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because we grown. I mean, you can't hide that shit. We grown. We ain't like these little kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't old as fuck. I ain't on stage yet, but <laughs> I'm finna be there in a little while. Cause, you know what I'm saying? So it like, nigga, we grown men. Nigga, we got kids and shit. Let's, <laughs> let's act like it when we rap. We ain't got to be like them. You know what I'm saying? Let them niggas wild the fuck out because that's we already did that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a boss now. You know what I'm saying? I got artists. You know what I'm saying? And they going hard. You feel what I'm saying? So it's lit. That's why I'm at. I'm more on that boss shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I told I told Tom G, I see you, bro. Like, you're on that boss shit. Like, you're a Tampa legend. Like, I, I look at Tom G like a uh, uh, home, home, what is it? A hometown celebrity. Huh? Hometown hero. Mm -hmm. You're he a hometown hero. You know what I'm saying? He don't got to make it big. He don't ever got to make it big as long as his people got his back and as long as he got his people back. But I told him, I said, fuck all that shit. That shit good and shit, bro. But you finna be fucking famous. <laughs> you feel me? Like, cause that's what I'm known to do. I put people at the, you know what I'm saying, uh, up there. You know what I'm saying? I put them in, the, even if I don't go with them, they be up there. You know what I'm saying? So I said, with my celebrity status and his, 
love for his city and his real like the boy can rap. I mean, when I say the boy can rap, the boy can rap. You know what I'm saying? He's known for it. Yeah, man. Guy. Hey, man, listen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with all that in, in, in the work, this shit got to go. And I'm going to let it go. I let that motherfucker fly. <laughs> so can fans expect a new album from you? Oh, uh, yeah, thing? definitely. Okay. I, already got, I already got an album halfway done. I'm just okay. waiting on my money bag, yo feature. You feel money bag, yo, you throwing them I'm waiting on my money okay. bag, yo, and my little baby feature. You feel what I'm saying? Because I got, I got enough uh, little homies that I, that I already got in mind. But them two right there, once they're done in the bag, I'm going to be done. Okay. But my shit, like I say, I ain't don't know, you know what I'm saying, what they doing. You know what I'm saying? It's a challenge, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I got beats on there. I got flows and cadences and stuff like them. But I'm really, I'm in depth with some shit. I'm going into some shit. And when I let you hear something, we, we finish. So you'll know what I'm talking about. You don't think okay. I'm bullshitting. But, like, it have been a couple people I told this to. And they be like, oh, okay, for sure. For sure, I hear you. And then when they come sit down, they was like, Oh, you for real? I'm like, yeah, boy, what do you think you're talking about? What do you think I'm doing? I try to tell you that. <laughs> but it's going to be good, man. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put out another single um, like in a month or two. You know what I'm saying? Give y'all that. Well, I'm, I might put out two on. You know what I'm saying? Give y'all two videos. I'm just going to get, I'm back in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? And see, I got, they got to deal with me because they ain't been wanting to deal with me. They ain't even want to do no songs with me. They been looking, you know, and not that it's their fault because I was sleeping on myself. I wasn't even really, you know, I was doing music, but I wasn't putting it out. You know what I'm saying? So I understand them when they didn't. They was like, oh, yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? But now y'all got to, I'm back in competition. You know what I'm saying? I'm back. We finna, we finna really, when it's time to perform, y'all, y'all suckers just stand around. Y'all got, y'all look guys. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all just stand around. Me? I had a whole, I had that whole shit blazer. None of them could stick with me. You know what I'm saying? Your music can, but your energy can't. You know what I'm saying? And that's just real. And my shit go all the way back. I, I can keep going. Y'all just got here. I can keep going. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel good being back in this shit, man. Like it's over with. It's, it's an album and another album coming. And then after that, I'm just gonna do music. You know what I'm saying? Just okay. put out shit. You feel me? Cause like by then I'm gonna be, you know what I'm saying, unk status. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just gonna chill. You know what I'm saying? And when I get there, I'm just gonna chill, put out songs and shit, do little whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Put out songs and shit, put out motherfuckers. You know, well, I got the uh, the label, the committee. Okay. Ent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, D the problem, one way fly. You know what I'm saying? We running with that shit. Them boys is when they hear them, they gonna be like. Dang, cause, cause I don't want the flu gaze. I don't want the same shit that's going on out there. Y'all can have that. That's, that shit getting old. I get bored with listening to it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I think they gonna do it too. I know they gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need them to do it. <laughs> you feel me? For real. I feel that. All right, Scrappy, any last words, any shout outs before we wrap it up here today? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, last little word. Uh, like I was saying, I just want to let people know straight up, man, you know what I'm saying? This all I got, you feel what I'm saying? Like this ain't, you know, I, I do little TV stuff, you know what I'm saying? That's cool, you know what I'm saying? Get in a movie here and there, you know what I'm saying? That's cool, but music is my life, you know what I'm saying? I do this shit every day. I, I done bled, I done bled for this shit, you know, sweated for this shit, you know what I'm saying? So 
I'm really back in, like back in, like all the way in. You know what I'm saying? I'm still taking care of my kids. You know what I'm saying? That's what nigga got to do. You know what I'm saying? Stay taking care of your kids, your family. You know what I'm saying? Why you doing this shit? Because that's why you was able to be blessed in the first place. Because you were doing that. Stay doing that. Stay solid. Stay grounded. Because that's what I do. That what everybody always ask me. How you keep doing that? How this shit keep happening for you, man? I'm connected with God, bro. And I ain't meaning that in no figuratively way. Like how everybody just say that shit. I'm talking about dead ass here, bro. I'm really connected. So that's why all kind of shit always happen good for me. And yeah, I go through my little hell. But God be right there with me. I believe him. I take care of my kids. No matter what nobody say, I take care of my kids. They my heart. They my life. They my engine. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want everybody to know. You know what I'm saying? I stay solid. You know what I'm saying? Grounded. And I'm in this bitch. The comp is here. The competition is here. He back, baby. Champ is here. It's your face ass. You talking big money, you capping. Then we eat up the block while you snacking. OG make that bread work. Dive in the game, head first. Trap be jumping like a trampoline. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.